0: is that? What are we talking about? Let's go do basketball. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Hoop Dreams, the basketball podcast on the 8-Bit Collective, powered by our pals at Audio Technica. My name is Matt Tilby and I'm joined by the Jason Tatum and Marcus Smart of the 8-Bit Collective. I'll let you decide who is who. It's John Peck <laughs> and Brendan White. Boys, good to see you.
1: I refuse to be part of this podcast after that introduction. We're <laughs> stopping it right now. I'm out. I got to
2: yeah. say, can, can you hear this? We got to pour one out for Brendan's Raptors.
1: Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> that wound is still very fresh, but you know what? It makes me extremely happy after seeing Kawhi go down. And then the, the story's coming out. Where he's like, yeah, he didn't feel that we'd, we'd be able to repeat. It's like, Full, we fought harder than you did in these finals. So uh, you and Paul George can go get stuffed.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a uh, don't cry because it's over, smile because it happened experience for you, Brendan. <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah.
2: Longest, ru- longest running single season <laughs> champions yeah. of all time.
1: <laughs> yep. No one's ever taken... Oh, maybe someone could down the line eventually, it. I but I it's it's very, it. <laughs> very low probability of that happening.
0: Yeah, I highly doubt that's going to change anytime soon. But uh, we do have a little bit of homework, um, a bit of uh, stuff to, to talk about, some housekeeping before we really get into the conference finals. Um, of course, we now have some merch, shop8bit.net. You can go and pick yourself up. Some very nice, very snazzy uh, Hoop Dreams pocket tees, as well as some nice hoodies and even a Champion-branded bomber jacket, which looks very slick. I still have to pick mine up myself, to be honest, but uh, yeah, shop8bit.net, go uh, pick that one up. That always uh, is a good thing. All the proceeds will go towards keeping us going as a a basketball-loving podcast, as well as uh, the 8-Bit Collective as a whole, Mm. and... uh, while we're at it, we should uh, give our congratulations to one of our own, Australia's own John Peck, for his work um, on <laughs> Packs Online, a, oh, thanks. a wonderful um, podcast, uh, video podcast, I should say, with Yuri Lowenthal and Jennifer Hale um, for putting in work one of the sister podcasts of uh, the Eight Bit Collective, I guess you could say. Um, How would you enjoy that experience, John? It
2: was pretty cool. Yeah, um, I've interviewed a lot of, you know. Cool people over the years, but two, two in one episode is pretty different. So that was definitely novel, and ha- knowing that it would be seen at PAX was pretty special too. Had, you know, four or 500 people checking it out. So always feels good to have your stuff get seen and put out there and thrown in media releases and <laughs> whatever else. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and,
0: good stuff. Yeah.
2: yeah. Thanks for checking it out. And thanks to anyone out there. If you did miss it, uh, it's on the Putting in Work podcast feed now, so you can go and catch
1: up, see yeah. what you missed out
0: on on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We mm-hmm. need to try and get a uh, a basketball player on this podcast sometime. We might have You, to got,
1: s- you got two right now. I don't know about you, Tilby, but I can bloody <laughs> still stroke it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I'd love to see that uh, that form on the court, but uh, certainly the uh, the four teams remaining in the uh, NBA playoffs right now uh, are certainly showing their form. As is one Miami Heat's Tyler Harrow, who uh, pretty much yeah. went off this morning. Um, we've been singing his his praises pretty much all season as a, uh, mm. a sort of a, a diamond in the rough compared to uh, the rest of the rookie field. But uh, yeah, Jono, he just he showed what he was what he was capable of.
2: Yeah, he's such an impressive young player. Just from day one in the NBA, I've. You know, whenever I noticed him in fantasy basketball or whatever, I was just like, man, this guy does not hesitate. He's just there, he's throwing up threes, he's hitting big shots, he's been hitting clutch buckets all season and he just wouldn't slow down today. He was on fire. It's awesome.
0: Yeah, Brendan, it's uh, an interesting series in the East, the, uh, the Celtics up against Miami Heat. Uh, Miami pretty much just about to... Uh, pull away and, and reach their first NBA finals in well, over half a decade, it seems. What's been their, their secret? What's been their magic potion for them going forward?
1: I, I think it's just been a very balanced attack. Like, uh, you know, but even when Butler's say not having a, having a big game offensively, the other guys are stepping up. You're seeing, you know, gore do his thing. You're seeing Bam just continue to, to be like to evolve and become a feature piece of this team on both ends of the floor. Like he's one of my favourite players to watch in the whole NBA. Like just his effort on offense and his defense, he's and like his passing ability is very underrated. Like for a big man, you know, he can he can get some pretty juicy dimes and obviously that that block uh on Tatum in um in game three. Game three? Mm. Game two? I can't remember now. It was game uh, one I
0: think, yeah.
2: No, it yeah, wasn't game so, one. was it? Yeah, it was early. Yeah, it was. I don't know. I'm, I'm still overton, riled I think, up about yeah. not
1: getting a shout out for being on a Pax panel as well before. <laughs> Heaped it all on Australia's Sean O'Pec. but old uh, this host here. God, anyway, Plain, yeah, I'm, a, I'm not a, playing yeah, face. <laughs> shout out to the audience. the audience. Yeah. Yeah, shout them out in the in the opening read, but don't don't praise their fantastic panel. But anyway, but no, I think it's um, I think it's just a very balanced attack. Like, and then even just uh, yeah. the defense they're getting off the bench from from you know old man Iggy and stuff like that. Like, he might not be putting up heap of points every game, but he's still a a good defensive presence out there and can and can guard multiple mm. multiple positions. You know, Jay Crowder's I think an underrated pickup for him, uh, and then just seeing yeah the young guys like. As you said regarding Hero, he's he's just fearless. Like this is his first year in the league. Like he was a late Lotto pick, but he ain't playing like that. He's got that uh that big boy game on right now, and he's just shooting from everywhere. Like I think he shot fifty percent from three today. Like he, he was shooting a million of them. I think he had about ten or twelve attempts, but yeah, hit half of them. And I love 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 seeing the Celtics getting slapped around right now. Like I can't stand <laughs> that team. With- every ounce of my being, like everyone just sucks up their butt so much. But it's like, mate, when you get that amount of lotto picks back to back to back for a thousand years, you're going to have to have something come out of it. I know there is some teams that still cannot hit on any type of decent player out there. Don't get me wrong. But like, you know, they, they just think Brad Stevens is the greatest and Tatum and and Brown and, and smart and, and everybody on that team and Kemba are phenomenal players, but it's like, when you're picking that low year in, year out, due to fleecing the poor old Nets, you're going to come out of it for the better eventually. And here we are, and, and now they're getting shown up by old uh, Jimmy Butler now that he's the alpha dog there on South Beach. So I love it. Mm. Love seeing Boston getting smacked about after i hurting my Raptors.
0: Well, I was, I was going to say, obviously, they had a, an interesting run to uh, this point, obviously pretty much sweeping the Sixers. And then sadly for you, Brendan, uh, Ending the championship run of the Toronto Raptors, but they've they've been not looking particularly great in this series against uh, a very well-drilled uh, Miami unit. What what do you think's been the the problem for them in this series?
1: I think the guys that were like you look at like a Marcus Smart who like I I love what he Torch does on the, the court, but I hate the guy. Like I hate him. He's just a scrub son of a bitch. But he's a hell of a player. But he can't shoot a shot to save his life this season yet, uh, this series I should say, yet the Raptors, he was bombing threes like he was Steph Curry from everywhere so I think it's just those types of players are coming down, back down to earth uh, even like Tice is getting getting less less gimmies around the paint because Bam's a great presence under the, under the ring. Kemba's starting to show a little bit more but he's still playing second fiddle a little bit too much, like I think he needs to be more assertive here and there. Tatum's doing tatum things and he's, he's just a beast like i love watching him play but maybe having Haywood come back too is probably messing up a little bit of the gel because yeah. he's been out for you know majority of this final series and now he's coming back I think they're still trying to work out how to incorporate him into this team again. Coming and, back
0: with that moustache as well. Looking. Oh,
1: he's he, he looks fantastic. I think he was doing a couple of uh, like train robberies while he was out of the bubble there for a minute. But um,
0: coming in straight out of Red Dead Redemption Two with that moustache. Yeah.
1: yeah, I think I think it's I think it's a bit of the hashtag chemistry. I think they're still just trying to work it out. And you saw the the stories about Brown and Smart apparently having a bit of a heated argument in in the locker room after I think mm. it was game two and whatnot and yeah it's just just a lot of young bucks in there trying to to jostle for power and you know i guess finger point and whatnot but it's uh i think they're getting bounced next game i think they're done
0: yeah what do you think about this juno do you see the celtics putting up any yeah. sort of fight to sort of wrestle this series back or do you think the uh the heat are going to go on to their uh their first finals in a, in a while
2: they're definitely fighters over in boston which you know we've we've seen from series past and even going back to the season where Kyrie was hurt and they went a lot deeper than anyone thought they would with those young players in Tatum and Brown kind of steering the ship so i think that you can't quite count them out we've seen this playoffs that the series isn't over till it's over you know there's there's been a lot of comebacks there's been a lot of you know even like the raps were that close to going down 3-1 and they made it a real hell of a series so I'm not ready to give it to the heat as much as I think they'll probably get through. I think that the thing about Miami that makes them stand out is that they are just so well conditioned and, and that's just the, the way that they run things down there. And the way Pat Riley's put these teams together for, for years has been about conditioning, fitness, you know, body fat percentage and, and all that kind of thing. <laughs> and it's just a, a team that that is thriving under that kind of style like jimmy is a guy that wants to have his own team and he wants to win games and he's in a position now where you know he's not averaging 30 like you usually think that kind of team would have to to do something like that to to get this deep it's just a sum of their parts kind of team and i think that's what's been so impressive is seeing Dragic become FIBA Dragic and step up and seeing Bam really step up to the to the pressure as as a young player in his, you know the first time the spotlight's been on him in the playoffs. No one ever expected him to do anything in previous playoff series. He's so he, good and he yeah. plays so many
1: minutes too. Like he's just he's one of the best young young centers or just best young players on the on the courts at the moment. Mm. I love him.
2: Yeah, and, and like you said, Brendan, having so much depth, whether it's a guy like Igadala who's been there that many times, Jay Crowder who's played a, a, around the league in a lot of teams with a lot of great players over the years, and yeah, just these, there's there's no like there's no bad eggs, there's no Hassan white in there kind of messing things up and trying to get their points and and not really doing the team thing. So I think that's what they have gone for them. Not that Boston's got that. That as an issue but I think they're a bit more on the same page because Jimmy is kind of the star but he's not like a selfish star he's not a guy that cares about his stats he's just that, selfish off the court yeah like once he gets to
1: the court he wants to play on he's fine but yeah, yeah. exactly that's the, that's
2: the difference though whereas in Boston you know you've got a few guys in, in Kemba and, and Hayward and Tatum who you know at different points they've all been the guy so i'm not saying that they're struggling with their egos and that kind of thing but it is still like you know if, if i'm playing with brendan and, and he's a superstar and i'm a superstar i might be thinking oh he's gonna expect this many shots so i have to keep him happy it's, it's just an extra thing to to think about whether it's on your mind so yeah i, I just think it's a bit more simple over in miami and it's working mm. for whatever reason
0: If, here's a hypothetical for you, if they do end up making the final, Jono, out of the teams that not only Pat Riley has constructed, but Eric Spolstra has been, I guess, a a managerial part of it as a, you know, a coaching figure,
2: Hmm.
0: where does this team rank among recent Miami Heat teams? Obviously, we've seen the big three, you know, dominate things over the the sort of the the past 10 years or so, over the, the sort of turn of the decade, but... This would, you'd have to say, be one of their sort of finer moments, getting a team that not many people expected mm. if they do end up making the final to the final and, you know, against you know a, a bevy of other really good uh, Eastern teams in front of them.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it would be cool to kind of, you know, it's interesting that the same franchise always just seemed to pop up in, in finals runs and <laughs> Miami's a, a team that, you know, they won in 06 and they won in... 2012, 13 and here they are again looking like they're on their way to the finals and yet again it, it's the the Pat Riley kind of purebred system that, that's going to get them there it's hard to stack them up against the big three team because that was kind of a team, a roster for the ages in a sense and well, again having Shaq and Wade on, on the team in 06 again it's kind of hard to compare to that, I don't think that they're in that league but as far as like who their competition is and the fact that they haven't had to go through, you know, Giannis at his absolute, you know, pinnacle as far as being on a team that can't be stopped. Like I guess they they did beat Giannis, so I'll give him credit for that. But it was a it was kind of like a Achilles heel. They still had that Achilles heel showing the Bucks and, and they were able to, to make the most of that. They haven't really run up against a, a juggernaut, like you know, like we've seen in in the past years. Whether it's a team like the the Warriors or a team like the Cavaliers or a team like the uh, the Spurs when when Kawhi was there. So it's 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 a it's tough to see how they will stack up against the West, but I think they have a good chance, and I, I think that that's what makes this year interesting. Is there's not a juggernaut. It's not a year where you know like in many years past you could basically pick it was going to be lebron versus curry in the finals or lebron versus kd in the finals and that was almost written from the first day of of the season this is a completely different thing and i think i said this on our last episode too be like i said it wouldn't surprise me if it was like denver versus miami and it wouldn't surprise me if it was boston versus la Hmm and that's probably still the case like I wouldn't be shocked if Boston came back and somehow won this series it wouldn't baffle me and I would be more surprised if Denver came back but they've got that much fight in them that I'd just love to see it.
0: Yeah exactly Um, similarly for you Brendan on the Celtics side if they do fall at this hurdle it'll be yet another sort of period of them being sort of so close but no cigar and Much in the same way that Houston seems to be, I guess, punishing their coaches for a a lack of ability to progress past that sort of second hurdle, so to speak. If the Celtics do fall again, would this be considered a failure to to sort of progress to the final stage? Or do you feel like they uh, are in the right spot for, I guess, progress going forward?
1: I think... I think it's, it's sort of a bit of both. I think they can probably be excited for the future because they've got these young studs that are just ascending into the superstar st- stratosphere. Like, with Tatum and Brown, they are just getting better and better as every game goes on from the start of this season right through to the finals. Like, Tatum has just become this god on the court. Like, he can do it from anywhere. Uh, and I think they're just still trying to, I guess, like, you know, what I said earlier, like work see how all these parts fit together because you look at their team like it's probably you know pound for pound the most talented roster in the nba when you look at the players that they've got like when you see tatum brown walker haywood and smart like those five players alone are better than 80 percent of the starters at the respective positions on most other teams uh you know just as a you know just as a sort of quick hip check from from where i'm feeling so I think they they should be disappointed because, yeah, they steamrolled, uh, you know, in in the first round of the playoffs and, you know, Embiid and co. took their ball and went home without much of a whimper. Uh, Really, really good fight against my Raptors. And, yeah, like, it sucks that my team lost, but I watched every one of those games from the opening tip-off and, yeah, the Celtics were just a cohesive unit. Brown and Tatum were destroying marcus smart was just doing his thing and all their pieces were just cohesive and just doing everything they needed to but i think you look at their roster compared to miami and i'd take boston's roster over miami probably 6.9 days out of seven you know like (laughs) i i I have a have a crush on bam and i think jimmy's pretty great but outside of that like hero yeah he's, he's had a you know, he's, had, he's a streaky shooter. He's had a couple of big games during the regular season and he's having a few big games in the finals, but I don't think you can rely, rely on that week in, week out. So, I'll, you know, game in, game out, I guess you could say. So yeah. I'd take the Celtics roster God, over most rosters in the league just from a talent perspective and an expectation level, um, especially after getting rid of the, the, the cancer that is Kyrie. Apparently, you know, just the just didn't fit, and all the dramas that he caused. Like Walker's a stud, but he just keeps yielding. I think too much to the young, the young bucks. I think he needs to be a bit more assertive and take more shots, and that's what will come in future years. I think next year they'll be better for it because I think they're, mm. I think they're done. I think Miami's just got their number.
0: We shall uh, wait and see, but it is a very tense time for Boston going forward, um and of course they'll be there or thereabouts next season, I can almost guarantee it. But we, of course, do move over to the Western Conference Finals where the Lakers are taking on the Denver Nuggets who somehow managed to sneak by the, the Clippers after our recording last time out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I guess we've got to talk about Mr Plumley, who's uh, had a bit of a brain fart and cost his team a, a pretty valuable win there. John, has you're... anyone
1: started calling him Dumbly yet? Is that like because if it's not, it should be like.
0: It, it could very well be. I haven't checked the uh, the Twitters yet, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if anything. It's um, a good one. It is a good one, yeah. John, I'll start with you. You're you're a big sort of uh, you're big on the, the plays, I should say. But uh, what do you think happened here? What do you think was going through Plumley's mind as he was uh, setting up for this for this shot?
2: I mean, him and uh, who was the other guy? Was, was it Grant it? or Millsap? No, it was um, J, J. Someone that starts with J. Anyway, I thought it was one. Of, was it one of the holidays? No, oh, it could have
1: been one yeah. of the holidays.
2: Yeah, is it? What's his name? Jeremy. Holli- you thinking no. Jeremy Grant? Sorry, Jeremy Grant. Yeah, ah. yeah. <laughs> we won't edit any of that out. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I think Jeremy Grant and him had a, a few words before the play ran. This is what I've I've seen from some of the the tweets that I, that I've track down but it looked like they had some kind of exchange about switching on LeBron or helping on LeBron and I think in in Plumlee's head he's gone they're going to LeBron they're going to LeBron I'm going to cover him no matter what and obviously the play the play was for LeBron but Davis got so open when Plumlee didn't (laughs) go with him acres of space the, the play just changed and Plumley was like pointing at Davis for some reason for Jeremy Grant to switch when, in, obviously in Grant's mind there was no reason to switch unless uh, there was a screen set for for Plumley, and that didn't happen. So it was uh, just like, a, yeah. A giant LeBron
1: profile. was just hanging out too. Like he wasn't even <laughs> like interested in taking part in that play. He's sort of just sitting there like looking up into the rafters, wondering what he's gonna have for dinner. Like. It was yeah, so he, ridiculous. He could but, have yeah. he could
0: have you know read a book, cooked his dinner, and then passed it off to Davis with the amount of space and time mm. he had. It was crazy.
2: The, the thing is, they were down by one, right? Mm. So, in Plumley's mind, again, it's like don't let AD get an easy, like layup, drive, or jump shot from like fifteen feet. I like, got to defend, and then once he saw him running deep outside the three point line again a brain fart still but he must have thought sweet I don't have to guard him because he's he's not getting the ball out there because they're gonna be trying to go to LeBron for a, an inside bucket
0: it's uh Pay the price yeah they paid the price definitely um, Mason Dumley. <laughs> the the surprising thing about this was I'd forgotten how good of a, a long-range shooter Anthony Davis has become
2: oh, yeah he's fantastic last few years yeah like and he really came into the league with nothing out there mm. nothing at all there's i don't know if you, you follow uh, old kirk goldsbury but he's done some great heat charts of of uh, ad's development as a jump shooter over the years and the volume of shots that he takes outside the paint and outside the three-point line and it just the same i think the same year that demarcus cousins decided to start shooting it out there as well like it's really just a, sh- a shift that he kind of represents a shift in the NBA when all these bigs started shooting
1: threes. Brooke Lopez, Robin Lopez. like yeah. Remember it's when just... AD and Cousins were on the same team? Remember that <laughs> yeah. was the thing?
0: That was crazy. Glory days.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Remember when Cousins was on the same team as LeBron? Yeah.
0: I forgot that happened. Shit. Do, do
1: you think, <laughs> anything do you think Cousins, Cousins did outside of... Do you think he's going to come back and be serviceable next year and then... You know, he'll Uh, he'll get a one-year deal somewhere, and do you think he'll become anything than what he used to be, or do you think he's just done? Oh, man. I I don't know.
0: I think he's done, yeah. I I
1: loved
2: him. It's funny how you think. Like, he's played with the Warriors, with, like, Steph. He's played with (laughs) LeBron and the Lakers without actually playing. I don't think he suited up for a game, did he? No. And with Davis. Like, he's played with all these superstars. And if you said five or six years ago that DeMarcus was going to play with, you know, Curry, LeBron... AD, you'd be like, how oh, many rings def- would he have? Yeah, again. how many yeah. rings? How many how many playoff runs? And it's like mm, half of a playoff run.
0: Yeah, not even not even a full one, that's yeah. for sure. Uh, but of course, on the other side of the ledger, the Nuggets have pulled it back to two-one off another game from uh, Nikola Jokic, where he actually looks like he wants to care half half of the time. Brendan, it it almost seems like this series is going to hinge on whether he looks like he gives a shit. And it just seems to be a running joke, a running gag that, you know, he he doesn't care or, or looks disinterested on the court. But how important is he to their playoff hopes?
1: I think it's it's him and Murray. I think they're the two yeah, true. St- uh, straws that stir the drink there. Like if they, if they both deliver and they can get 50 to 60 points between them in a game, I think they're going to win far more games than they're going to lose. Like those two are beasts and yeah, the Joker just seems like he's locked in. Like he seems to have his, I do care pants on and he's he's doing his thing, you know, he's doing ridiculous passes. He's He's shooting it from deep with his big bloody, you know, rainbow unblockable shots. <laughs> and, you know, he's still grabbing them boards. And Murray is just, my goodness, like he has come on. Like I remember when they, like when he was drafted and I'm like, okay, cool. You know, good Canadian boy could be something, but... Both of those guys just have ice in their veins, like they are not scared of the big moments and the big shots like they are cold blooded and I love watching them and Murray is so fast like and that's what's sort of giving I think the Lakers fits a little bit because he's just the quickest man on the court and you know old man LeBron can guard just about everybody, but you know Murray Murray sort of pulled a few moves here and there to get around him and get his own and um yeah, I think if those two. A respectable and showing up and then just some of those ancillary players like you, you can see porter can go off at any given time harris isn't really doing much but like jeremy grant this past game like what i think he got 20 odd um, maybe 25 or something like mm. that in uh the most recent game so they've got players that can step up outside of mason dumley that is going <laughs> to give these guys a chance i'm going to flog that i'm i'm coining that that's that's mine copyright i've got that um uh, <laughs> But yeah, who knows? Maybe even old man Milsap's going to come out for another, another game and just sort of show him that he's not completely washed and he's still got the moves. But it's a great series. And I really, 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 really hope the Nuggets can come over the top here. Like, I think it's probably going to go to seven games. And if if it does, I'm putting it on the Nuggets. Like, Ooh, they, okay. they love this come from behind written-off team, you know, out of Denver, where the Glitz and Glam Lakers get all the coverage in LeBron and AD. But this Nuggets team is something special and they're going to be special for a good long time. Like, I think as Murray and the Joker goes, this team goes with them.
0: Interesting. It's it's a similar sort of situation that we discussed earlier from the East where we sort of thought that Boston's, you know, inability to get further than, I guess, the finals was... or sorry, the, the Western Conference finals, Eastern, I should say, uh, was going to be their sort of failure to... Pre- um, to progress as well as Miami being that sort of team that's sort of shocked everyone. Do you see it sort of being the same in the West where the Nuggets are going to be the team that could shock the, the fancied Lakers and if the Lakers do end up not making the finals altogether, is this considered a failure for LeBron and the team?
1: 1 million, trillion, billion percent. Like this was written from the second that AD joined that roster and the second that, Kawhi and paul george joined the clippers roster it was like there's the western conference finals write it in stone permanent ink that's it you know that's the that's the matchup that's happening and to see them both potentially fall out of the finals will be fantastic television for one because i love a good you know (laughs) good drama and i love i love seeing this kind of stuff but i just feel like similarly what i said regarding the celtics roster i think that nuggets roster like it's a better roster overall than the Lakers. Like, they live and die off Anthony Davis and LeBron. Like, they've got just a bunch of old bums that, yes, they can <laughs> catch fire and do some things. But, like, outside of that, like, it's just a bunch of dudes that are just riding LeBron's coattails and hoping for a ring. So, I can't that's wait what, to see the Nuggets win LeBron, in seven.
2: That's how he's always, like, mm. you think about Miami and Cleveland, and then it was, like, Mike Miller, Richard Jefferson, yeah, like, Haslam, like, these old dudes. Joel Anthony. To, yeah, to, to throw around the superstars that just, I guess, can you, like, in theory, you can count on them when you need them, and that's how, for their careers, I would probably sum up Danny Green and people like him and, I guess, Rondo for Jared the, at least Dudley. the first half of his career. <laughs> yeah, Jared Dudley making, making the... the the stretch four position into a new thing um <laughs> but i think that's the stretch mark for um i think uh the 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 lakers are, you know you said brendan it, it's relying on davis and lebron like going off every night and that's almost the bet that i could take is that they will go off every night because they're that kind of players that it's what they've done to get this far, and it's worked for them. So I don't see any reason why LeBron and AD would just stop being two of the best possibly five players in the world. That's really what they have going for them. As much as it's been amazing to see Jokic just pick the defenses apart and, and Jamal Murray to just catch fire and be like a really exciting player to watch, um, I just think that in a, in a similar way to what you have in miami where you know there's a bunch of these role players that will get the job done you kind of just need one or two of them (laughs) in la because you do have that reliability from lebron and ad and you know on a given night maybe lebron isn't locked in maybe davis his shot is off and then they drop a game but then they still gotta do that four times to lose a series and i just hate to pick against LeBron in the playoffs because the last time he lost in the playoffs before the finals was two thousand and
0: ten. I forgot about that. The man he's is getting on a... older,
2: yeah. And and I, I just it like but he's still in a position where he thinks he should be a close MVP. In the oh league, yeah, which like... we'll, we'll get to soon. Like he's still he's been the best player since the bubble. Kicked off, you know. So,
0: yeah. uh, excuse me. I think you'll find that Devin Booker has led the Suns to a, an unbeaten bubble run.
2: Get out. You do the you do the sarcasm voice, but you're serious. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I love a LeBron. little from column A and a little from
0: Colin B. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: love Lebron. Love the Lebron Jordan debate to death. But I just feel I don't like it's going to be tough for him because this Nug- Nuggets team—they're younger, they're hungrier they've got more bodies that they can throw at him and just yeah they i think they need to rely too heavily on a couple of those role players potentially popping off for 20 odd to make them in the game like danny green like he used to be able to shoot from the car park and you'd think there's a chance of it going in but he can't <laughs> hit the side of a barn these days like you know like pope kuzma like kuzma i still love him and i think he's got a lot of potential but yeah it's just gonna be a bit streaky you know, I don't think we're going to get any more vintage Dwight games. No, no Magic games like he did uh, in this, like at the start of this series. I think things go on seven, and I'm I'm putting my money on the Nuggets. Give me, give me that bet.
0: Interesting call. What can we uh, expect from you, Jono?
2: I think the Lakers will take it. I mean, in seven. What is it? How many games have Denver won so far? It's one, two, two to one, two one two. to the Lakers. Two one. No, I think that the, it'll. I think the Lakers will take it in. Five.
1: Do okay. so you think the are going to win out here? They're going to win the next two.
2: Yeah, I do. <laughs> what about you, Tilby? I'd love to see it go to. I'd love the Nuggets to win. I'd love to see it go to seven. I just think LeBron's going to go. Yeah, that's enough. Let's let's, <laughs> let's fi- finish this.
0: <laughs> yeah, as, as much as I love the Nuggets and and really want to see them sort of shock the NBA world, the collective basketball world, I do think LeBron has that ability to just grab the, the the game and the series by the scruff of the neck and, and lead mm-hmm. a, a team that you could argue probably isn't at their collective best over the line. I, I do think the Lakers are probably going to win this in, in six. If not, it will probably be seven. But I think the Lakers might squeeze this one out just. But um, if if they do sort of take that, that sort of team, uh, you know, I guess, too easy again in the finals. Like if they end up facing a, a Miami Heat that's hungry and has nothing to lose, you know, they, they could easily um, get the uh, the brunt end of it. So we'll we'll have to wait and see. But uh, certainly proves to be an interesting end to the NBA season.
1: The, the losers buy or loser buys the winners of that bet. Dinner. What's uh, the bet? <laughs> well, it's, it's pretty much me against you guys. I'm saying the Nuggets are winning. You guys are I'm saying gonna, the Lakers are winning, so
2: I'm going to nominate Tilby to represent me I'll on this one. Get you,
1: you would talk about how much money you got these days. You can afford a uh, <laughs> a, a dinner shout.
2: Yeah, but look, I, I'm in Victoria. I can't even come near you guys. You guys can go out anytime you want. <laughs> oh, I, you was gonna, I was going to just send was him like some get PayPal money delivered to your house. Or okay, something. yes, I'll PayPal Tilby the money to take you out. <laughs> half half the, the dinner bill. I think um, I think
0: we've got a we've got a deal. How like, are
2: you going to take me out, though, Brendan?
1: I'll Uber Eats It to your house. Okay.
0: okay. <laughs> Can't wait for that. Some uh, some some soggy Macca's chips on your way. <laughs> but uh, we, we do move on. But of course, uh, while all of these amazing uh, series have been happening, we have, of course, had some more awards being announced. And of course, the big one, uh, MVP, went to the one and only Giannis Antetokounmpo.
1: Impressive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we've got the uh, the sound effects coming in for the first time on a, on an 8-bit uh, or a, on an NBA uh, show here
2: we're going to get some NBA drops in there yeah, I really. could exactly. put some
0: in <laughs> he's on I could fire put in. <laughs> um, what do we think was this a, a, a really a, the expected result or do we think that uh, there might have been a little bit more closeness to this one
2: Giannis is the MVP yep that's it. It's as simple as as that, and the only talking point about it has been LeBron's comments. Like, it's ridiculous. But <laughs> he wanted more more votes. Yeah, he wanted he wanted more votes. He he did. He never said it that he should win, but he wanted more votes. It's like really, <laughs> how many votes did you want? Like, it's it's and it's not like a tiered system. Like, uh, you know, three like three votes to. Giannis two votes to LeBron, one vote to Jokic. It's it's just who do you think's the MVP? So yeah, know.
1: so it was it was eighty five to sixteen as far as first place votes go, and no one else got a first place vote. Like Harden mm. and, and the Donk got a got a good amount of votes for for third and fourth place, but it really really was Giannis by a landslide.
2: Mm. Yeah,
0: I mean it was kind of good to see Luka Doncic get in there and and sort of really push forward that. That those credentials that he's got, that he's going to be probably the next big thing within the next you know, five to six years. But just reading it now, this is the, the second straight MVP for Giannis who becomes only the 12th player in history to win the MVP in consecutive seasons. He's the first player from Europe to be selected as the MVP more than once. And he's also uh, the third player in NBA history joining Kareem and LeBron as the only players to win uh, multiple MVPs by the age of 25 and that is scary reading once you consider that.
2: Yeah, it's crazy.
1: He's going think... to look so good in a Raptors jersey in a year so or so's <laughs> time. I cannot wait.
2: I think he's done though. I, think, I don't think the narrative will let him win a third no matter what. Like, I just don't think it's possible. There's, there's so much narrative tied into this award. And if LeBron does what he's done again next season, I think that people will go, oh, he's doing it at the age of blah 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 so let's give it to him
1: you know what i i agree with that sentiment but if you replace lebron with luca i think it's like give yeah. it to him yeah if, well, if luca does what way, he did this year again it's like okay it wasn't just a hot flash in a pan mm-hmm. yeah there's go. so much
2: talent in the nba that really it could like look at some years past where it's been like the debates about like should it be james harden should it be uh westbrook should it be curry should it be durant or lebron like from year to year you could pretty much throw a dart and land on someone and if the right narrative is painted for that person then it makes sense this year giannis just dominated so it was probably less of the narrative involved but Mm. if the same thing happens again people do get sick of voting for the same guy and i wouldn't be surprised if it was a luka or a Jokic or um a Kawhi. You know, or, or someone that just or a Lillard, or a Lillard yet, yeah, or mm. like you know, if Kawhi plays, say Kawhi plays seventy five games instead of thirty, that's <laughs> full goals, forty. <laughs> like I wouldn't be surprised if that was all it took for people to go, whoa, like he's he's really trying, or he's he's healthy now, or whatever it is. So I just think that there's, yeah, we're blessed to have so many great players, like Curry coming back. You know, there's just so many storylines that can fit in with a guy going off for a better part of the season. That Yeah, I think that's that's a good run for Giannis, and he's going to be in the conversation for probably another five or six years, but Mm. um, he's had his turn now. (laughs) Well,
0: well, it's uh, interesting that pretty much all of the uh, MVP candidates ended up in the All-NBA first team as well. Um, Doncic, Harden, James, Antetokounmpo, and Anthony Davis rounding out the NBA first team. Some interesting stats as well, um, especially for Luka Doncic. He becomes the sixth player named to the All-NBA first team at age 21 or younger, and he also becomes the first player to be elected to the All-NBA first team in either his rookie or sophomore season since Tim Duncan in 98-99. Your boy, of All course. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it really that really does ram at home about how good um, and how freakish this talent is. But uh, yeah, as we of course move on to the second team as well, Chris Paul having a, a, a standout season at Oklahoma City uh, is joined by Damian Lillard, Kawhi, Pascal Siakam, your boy Brendan, and Nikola Jokic um, on the All NBA second team. Do we agree with these picks?
1: Um, I think so. I, I we could think probably so.
2: squeeze Bam in there Possibly, but he might have just Missed out over the likes of You know, Kawhi And whoever
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good with that five I think the first and second Teams are where I'd probably Cast my votes if I had that kind of Kind of power Yeah mm. Which I do not, sadly.
0: But uh, Bam looks to have missed out altogether because it looks like uh, the All-NBA third team... I was not aware that there was a third team. I was always under the impression that it was (laughs) NBA first and second, and that was it. But uh, Ben Simmons, Russell Westbrook, Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, and Rudy Gobert rounding out the, I guess, All-NBA selections there. Nice to see Ben Simmons pick up uh, another NBA team selection uh, to go with his All-Defensive selection this year as well. But... uh, Any surprises there? I feel like Tatum or or maybe even uh, Jimmy could have possibly jumped up into the second tier there with their performances, Mm. especially late in the season. But how do you guys see this?
2: The second team was pretty stacked, so it makes sense that those guys would fall where they did. I want to know, Tilby to throw it back on you, if we go back to the All-Star break, you were pretty incensed that Devin Booker didn't make it onto the All-Star team, and I guess it was Russell Westbrook kind of the one that people were saying maybe didn't deserve to be there how do you feel about westbrook making the third team and booker not getting a look in after all was said and done
0: Ah, look it's it's tough we'll say that much but um yeah like looking through the votes of players um the the list of players receiving votes like he's nowhere near this list so it it, whether
2: it still wasn't even there was he
0: yeah like it's tough to say like People might have been picking Westbrook purely on his form. Obviously, he didn't really have the, the, the best sort of season moving to the Rockets and sort of teaming with, with Harden, but...
2: I think it was more that he had a really slow start and then it was the second half of the season where he almost became the the most effective player on the, yeah. on the team, really.
0: Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think um, you, you've got to have a, a bit more consistency... Throughout the entire season, obviously the guys in the the first and second team were fairly consistent the entire way through. So whether or not that you know worked a treat for for Westbrook going forward, and or maybe he was using a bit of that sort of star power um, in 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 terms of voting remains to be seen. But I don't think it'll be too far away before people do sort of look at Booker as a as a, a genuine star player in the league, and, yeah. and we'll, we'll see what happens with it.
2: It I shows you how stacked it is, though, doesn't it? Like the likes of Lillard and and uh, like Lowry and Jamal Murray and these guys that you can you wouldn't be surprised if they were all through the the all NBA teams to the next few years, even if guys like Westbrook and Chris Paul drop out. Like it's so stacked that yeah, you're not it, even there's, talking there's about there's no like, Donovan Mitchell, yeah. Trey Young,
1: yeah, other exactly. young guys oh, yeah, guards. exactly, like it's deep, deep, mm. deep, deep, but it's I think it's recency bias too like these votes were cast a long long time ago so everyone's talking about how can't a booker get in here because he was lighting it up in the bubble as as uh those sons did yeah. and <laughs> you know then he, on the other hand like as a raptors fan with siakam he was woeful in the bubble <laughs> yet he makes all second team and actually got some like mvp third place votes and stuff which is just. Um, you know you forget how good he was early in the season do, the same yeah. as with mm. a lot of these players like a Westbrook and a, a Paul and things like that but the third team get Gobert out of there chuck Embiid in or chuck Adebayo in That's that would be my change where I'm like 100% and I'd probably put Tatum up over Siakam in the second team that's probably the shuffle I'd do
0: yeah I'd, I'd be see. pretty pretty similar to that any uh, changes for you Johnny?
2: I mean, that sounds pretty good. I'm not going to argue. I think they made these votes before the bubble, or they weren't allowed to factor the bubble in, or some weird thing like yeah, that. Yeah, it was so, before the mm, bubble. I think. Yeah, that yeah. might. That that I don't. I don't really like that. I think the bubble counts as the season. So why not like include <laughs> at, at least include the games that weren't playoffs? But anyway,
0: yeah, I mean, if if that was the case, Booker might have a, a more genuine chance. Uh, but maybe, uh,
2: like, maybe well, that's what they didn't want to do. They didn't want to like have like. <laughs> A recency a con- bias of that bubble, feeling like it's an entire new season, and the rest of it doesn't count.
0: All I'm saying is, uh, it's a conspiracy. Anyway, um, all <laughs> bubble, all bubble. We have- all bubble. <laughs> we, um, we do move on, of course, to the all rookie teams as well, um, and are pretty much you know expected across the board. Ja Morant, Kendrick Nunn, Brandon Clark might have been the the big sort of surprise out of that one. Um, Zion and Eric Pascal rounding out the all-rookie teams, Morant being the only unanimous pick in the all-rookie first team. Par for the course, I feel like. Any surprises in there? Obviously, Brendan Clark might have been the, the big one, or maybe even the fact that, you know, Zion only played, what, nineteen, twenty games?
1: Yeah, that's... He, he just got the, the hype vote there. Like, what he, what he did on court, you, you can't deny that, but I, I guess it just shows the lack of impact like i guess the biggest omission there you think is like an rj barrett who did a little bit for uh new york but like i don't think he should have been in there potentially over none but you know he was third overall pick and didn't get a sniff in there uh he didn't and even a lot of the, the other second young guys team. what was that
2: barrett didn't even make the second yeah rookie team. Yeah. yeah
0: looking at this now like there's a couple of players, Barrett, Matisse, uh, Fibel, Garland, and Hunter were the other players who missed out on uh, selection. Who Three made of the more top than five
1: picks digits. last year.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of course, the uh, the all-rookie second team, uh, Tyler Harrow, Terrence, da- uh, Terrence Davis uh, from the Raptors, Kobe White.
1: free agent, baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> PJ Washington and Rui Hachimura. Um, this one's a little bit more, I guess, you know, there or thereabouts. Obviously, you could have argued that... Uh, Washington uh, but, over
1: Clark. That's what I'd argue.
0: Yeah, that too. I was going to say Barrett possibly sliding in there, sort of putting the uh, the sorry Knicks franchise on his back. But uh, yeah, like it, it sorry, it's... It, yeah. <laughs> sorry to any Knicks fans who are, are listening if you are actually able to get to a computer. But um, yeah, what are we thinking? That, that, that seems to be a pretty expected sort of first and, and second rookie team there.
1: It emphasizes how how shallow or how weak the center position was in the draft i think is the big one uh, that's that's my probably biggest takeaway out of that from those first and second teams like when old uh eric from the the warriors can can make the all rookie first team and i can't even remember seeing him do anything all season i'm like okay yep <laughs> this is what it is Like i know i didn't watch a lot of warriors games because it was rough yeah look
0: it's it uh I think you don't the need only... a
1: second team, I think you just have an all rookie team. you don't need a second mm. team for dudes that had fifteen minutes a game and did sweet f a
0: true, yeah, that could be argued. I think the only center who at least got any sort of decent votes was Jackson Hayes and he he only got you know five second team votes for for five points, so you're you're definitely right there in in sort of saying how shallow the uh the bigs are in the rookie position, and hopefully that'll be something that'll be addressed. Uh, come draft night this uh, this coming season. But yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a weird time for the rookies and the sophomores.
1: Just do without the positional need for these first teams. Just five best players. I don't care that you need two guards, two forwards and a centre. Just five best players. That's the first team. That's the second team. That's the third team. Make it like that. Like positions don't matter much anymore these days
0: I think they're sort of starting to do that with a lot of the players in sort of the all NBA teams your first and second teams it's a little bit more they have a little bit of leniency and they can see players shifting into different positions but I get what you mean with the rookie ones it's it's not as not as easy to sort of do that So, but I think going forward it's something they certainly need to look at for sure and now ladies and gentlemen to finish off we've got a cameo game Yay. I have returned with a new batch uh, a thankfully smaller batch of NBA players past and present who are appearing on cameo peddling their wares for uh, people wanting a birthday wish or a graduation celebration shout out I guess But uh,
1: or if you just want to chat to them I found out you can pay like a lower price to people on cameo and have like DMs with them which is a whole other thing <laughs> oh wow
0: that seems dangerous. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised that uh, obviously with the ruling from WWE that they can't use Twitch or Cameo that the NBA hasn't uh, really cracked down on this for their sort of uh, IP property. But I guess it's a completely different, uh, yeah, it's different. can of worms altogether. But anyway, I've uh, I've picked a, a whole bunch of uh, people here. I've picked one, two, three, four, five. I picked seven. And what we'll do is uh, we're still
2: going to have the random last person to get one right wins. No,
0: so the format for this one is basically just best of, I guess, best of six, best of seven. Whoever gets the most points at the end wins. If we have a draw, who cares? But uh, for the first one, of course, we do need to get a monetary value. And to start us off, we are going with former Spurs legend, Matt Bonner.
2: Okay. I love Matt Bonner. He's the guy that I would... He's the guy that you know, and the me and my brother do a lot of two K like fantasy drafts, and then we just simulate the season or play a game when our teams meet. And Matt Bonner was always like my last pick because he's like <laughs> a he's like a fifty six overall, but he, he was an amazing three point shooter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Working the system, uh, yeah. Exactly. Okay, so it's Matt just... Bonner, I'm just gonna say hundred and twenty bucks. Okay. I'm probably I overshooting like, there, but I'm going yeah. 120.
2: I think that's overshooting based on... I, I wish I could remember what the baseline was last time, but I'm going to go much lower. Matt Bonner's a pretty down-to-earth guy. Rocked the new balances before Kawhi made them semi-cool again. So, But then again, that m- might mean he needs the money. And either way, I'm going to go uh,
0: $80. Matt Bonner is paying $44.
1: Damn. Yes cheap (laughs) and you wouldn't be 100 stop underselling yourself Bonner. what are you doing (laughs) so uh
0: he will uh he will start uh that one and Jono will start off with the first point as we move on to a current nba player in the form of langston galloway
2: Mm. what team's he on now
0: I've completely forgot. <laughs> is
1: he with the Knicks still? Yeah, he started with the Knicks, so that was a long time ago. So, so we're higher or lowering $45, right? That's 44. 44, okay. I'm going lower. Lower, okay. I'm going John. higher. I think okay.
0: higher
2: because he's still active.
0: Langston Galloway is lower. Yes. Get this, get this. 20 bucks.
1: I was going to say 20 bucks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, we've uh, we've tied it up there.
2: Losing respect for NBA players in this game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you won't lose respect for for this NBA legend. It is the tallest player to ever play in the NBA, I'm going to butcher this name here. George A. Murasan.
2: That's his name. You you nailed it.
0: Awesome. Okay.
2: <laughs> Famously uh, portrayed the giant in Billy Crystal's My Giant.
0: <laughs> yes, it says that. Believe it or not, it oh. actually says that on his cameo page.
2: <laughs> wow. Based on Billy Crystal's friendship with Andre the Giant, I think. But anyway, um, I, I have to say more. If that's what we're still playing, I have to say more than $20. Okay.
1: I'm gonna say more too because it seems insane that it's gonna be like eighteen dollars or something. Watch, watch <laughs> it be like eighteen dollars, but I'm gonna say more yeah. and think it's like thirty-five.
0: No, thankfully it's higher. It's uh, <laughs> it's a hundred bucks. Even.
1: Oh
2: wow, that's a lot. That's a lot for.
0: Well, him. he's got a bit of he's got a bit of a gimmick to him, you know, tallest player ever in the yeah, NBA. I guess massive. he's got to have, yeah, he's a like
2: Boban type figure. Like he was seven foot seven and like just a freak of a, of a human
0: well of course there was that picture of him standing next to uh, was it Bugsy
2: no that's that was minute bowl oh, that was minute okay image but
0: <laughs> anyway Literally. we do move on to a uh, a very handy player in uh, the late 90s early 2000s in the form of Steve Francis
1: Steve Francis so higher or lower than a hundred bucks right yep lower okay Johnny's stinking
0: here. He's, I, I, he's on the fence. <laughs> I want
2: to say lower as well, but we have to kind of. We can't agree on everything. Um,
0: it's currently one all at this point, I should say.
2: Yeah, I know. Or is it is two it, all? Because didn't we both get a point on that last one?
0: Yeah, true. Okay, yeah, you're even anyway.
2: <laughs> he was in that dunk comp with Vince. He had, he had some decent dunks that year. Um, what was that the year after? Anyway, uh, far out. Yeah, I'm going to go lower.
0: So you're going lower, Jono. You're yeah. going
2: lower as well.
0: Lower as well. It is lower. It's eighty-five. Hmm.
2: That's respectable. I would have pegged that.
0: <laughs> so we're at three-three at the moment. Okay. And uh, we move on to a player you just recently mentioned in this podcast, Jono. Um, Mike Miller. <laughs> eighty-five lower. bucks.
1: I'm Mike going Miller. lower.
0: Going lower for Mike Miller, okay.
1: Yeah. Alright, I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna mix it up so we know someone's gonna get a point here. I'm gonna say higher, like it's gonna be marginally higher though, like it's probably gonna end up being like ninety bucks, but I'll say higher.
0: Okay. Mike Miller is higher at ninety five dollars. Yes. So that's 4-3, that's I believe. A
1: lot of white NBA players going on in this match, I must say. <laughs>
0: this was not this was not uh, intended. <laughs> I'll say that much. <laughs> uh, but we do move on to the second last pick. It's a very quick match uh, for this one. Um, and we move on to the man you know and love as Mart, Kay Martin.
1: Oh, my goodness. I remember when he was bombing them from deep for the Wolves back in the day and then he just sort of disappeared. Oh, no, I was mm. thinking Kevin Martin. What or are we talking Kevin Martin? Just no, say Kevin? Ken- 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 Kenyon. Kenyon Martin. Okay, disregard. <laughs> Kenyon was Ken- shaved head headband, Ken- right? Kenyon's uh, the, yes, the he lips was the- tattoo. Yes, yep, and uh, Ke-
0: Kevin Martin is the guy who now owns the Brisbane Bullets, I think.
1: Yeah, I think okay. you're right.
0: Yeah, a lot All of right. lot of NBA players looking at NBL franchises now. Of course, Sean Marion owning, was it the, the Breakers in New Zealand? Mm. Like crazy. Anyway.
1: Weird. I'm going lower. Lower, lower. than 95 yeah, I'll go lower as well. Damn it,
0: Kenyon Martin is lower. Seventy bucks. Fifty bucks. Oh,
1: Some good value for money.
0: Okay, so that is five four, and Jonna, you need this to stay at least. We need to at least yeah. force a draw here. I'm
2: going the opposite of whatever Brendan says.
1: Okay. <laughs> so oh wait a second.
2: Wait a second. Brendan could. Just screw me over and pick what he thinks. <laughs> it games. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I have to go the opposite no matter what. Yeah. Well, anyway,
0: <laughs> we're going to finish with a good one here. Um, mid-2000s cult hero, Charlie Villanueva.
1: Big V. Okay. And what was it? 50 bucks was Kmart? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say higher, but like it's going to end up being between 60 and 70.
2: I reckon 45.
0: Charlie Villanueva is paying one hundred dollars. Yes, and that means your winner by a score of six to four is Congrats. Mr. Brendan White.
1: Undefeated in the old uh, cameo <laughs> game. I know the first game joke. I got washed. Yeah, just won by default on the last point. But uh, <laughs> I think a little bit
0: should, more of a meaningful yeah. game. <laughs> I think
2: you should go back to the tape and see who got the most right and give me a win, retroactive win. <laughs> does we'll, charlie uh, we'll check... like he's got
1: like is it alopecia
2: yeah 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 yeah
1: he's, he still He'll balls he's, like crazy he's
2: the one that um kevin garnett allegedly called a cancer patient God. and then and then K- garnett said no no i said you're a cancer oh which makes it league. even better like yeah. <laughs> come on
1: wow. kg
0: And on that note, I think we'll end this episode of Hoop Dreams. If you have any comments, queries, questions, concerns, or complaints, you can always do so with the hashtag Hoop Dreams. You can always follow what we're doing on 8-Bit at WeAre8Bit. Brendan, where can the uh, fans follow you?
1: You can follow me at Brendan8Bit on all them socials.
0: And for you, Jono?
2: You can find me at Jono himself. And congrats to to Brendan on the PAX panel, by
1: the way. Yes, we
0: we must give him his uh, long overdue respect on that one. Oh,
1: it was more so for the AT guys. Like, I just rolled in at the back end. Like, I was the comedic relief, if you want to call it that. Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Gary and Matt crushed it. The first two-thirds of that panel was phenomenal. Anyone that is looking to get into content creation, podcasting, streaming, even just, like, good audio product, offline video, online video, whatever it is, check out that panel because there's so many good tips and tricks as far as picking the right gear, positioning it the right way and mm. just things you need to try and avoid and be aware of. So yeah, Gary and Matt, Knocked it out of the park. I just came in and talked about how Pink Glaze Donuts are the best.
2: (laughs) Is there a VOD for that? I don't even know.
1: I think there is. Um, I haven't looked recently. I know they... I think it was up the other day. But uh, yeah, just give it a search. If not, hit me up and I'll try and find it and share it Mm. around.
0: We'll have to... uh get it onto the uh, the 8-bit twitter as soon as possible of course yes we all are using 8-bit headphones not 8-bit headphones These well, i mean are yours yours are purple ones right? yeah oh, yes. <laughs> the uh, AT, audio the 8-bit. audio yeah <laughs> the audio technica headphones and microphones are all very very good top of the range we cannot recommend them enough and of course if you do want to follow me long overdue you can do so at it's tilby but from me matt tilby Brendan White and Jonathan Tech, it is goodbye for now. Take
1: care. Kick and go buy some $20 coffee from Jimmy Butler.